0: Do you ever feel like your mom life needs some big, life-altering change in order to find peace in the everyday? Trust me, I've been there. But today, we're digging into the importance of sustainable change. This isn't about reinventing the wheel. It's about small tweaks that make a big difference. By tuning in, you'll figure out why those massive overhauls just set you up for disappointment and burnout. And don't worry, I'm not leaving you hanging. We'll also dive into real strategies like habit stacking that'll add some genuine ease and intention to your day. Think of it as life editing. And if that's what you need more of in your life today, you're in the right place. Let's simplify things together. I'm Erin Christopoulos, a mother of two and teacher turned mom strategist who puts the pieces of mom life together so you don't have to. I get that you're short on time and don't have the capacity to figure out everything on your own, which is why I'm here, to help you get clear on where to put your focus while protecting your time and energy so you can actually enjoy these years with your little ones. I'm ditching the overwhelming and unrealistic one-size-fits-all tactics and replacing them with an approach that's practical and personal because I believe your family is one of a kind with its own qualities and values that deserve an adaptable approach offering support and encouragement where you need it most from honest conversations and mindset shifts to practical tips and sustainable strategies consider this your customizable guide to mom life with the tools and resources you need at your fingertips, you'll finally have the confidence and clarity you need to bring more intention and ease to everyday life so that you and your family thrive. This is the Mom Life Handbook. Last week, I introduced a new segment to the beginning of our episodes, and it's all about what's in my own survival stack these are the products and resources that I genuinely rely on to make my own life as a mom so much easier and less stressful. I'm recording this episode right after taking a quick break to eat my lunch. Admittedly, I got caught up in work this morning and it was almost two o'clock by the time I sat down to eat and trust me I was so hungry the last thing I wanted to do was actually prepare a meal for myself that was going to nourish me and get me through the rest of the day thankfully I did not reach for a grilled cheese sandwich because I had fresh organic whole food meals from Sakara I don't know if you've heard had Sakara come across your social media feed before but I've been using them for years whether it's meal delivery service or pantry items that I can use for snacking on the go I feel like I always have something from Sakara at my fingertips and I'm really appreciative of that because otherwise I really do default to eating things that just don't make me feel good so Sakara is something that I rely on in order to make healthy eating a realistic option for me, even when life gets super busy. If you feel like this is a service that you need in your life as well, and you want to give it a try, I'm sharing exactly what I love about Sakara and what I do to get the most out of every order. I also have an exclusive discount code that'll save you 20% off over at momlifehandbook.com sakara Healthy eating has never been easier for me, and I feel like I've tried it all. So if health goals are on your radar, but maybe something you've been struggling with, definitely check out Saqqara. I think that you're going to find that they are totally worth it. All right, you're in for a treat today. We are breaking down something that I know we all grapple with. You know that feeling when you look around and think, oh my gosh, something has got to give, like, right now. But before you go... Onto Pinterest and binge for a whole new you, we're gonna hit the brakes and get real. Change is hard. And trying to make a big change all at once can feel like you're setting yourself up to fail. And I think that's why so many of us are delaying or putting off making a change because we know it could feel really unrealistic to us or impossible. I mean, who has the time to revamp their entire Life between diaper changes and Zoom meetings and grocery shopping? Definitely not us. That's why we're talking about sustainable change today. It's all about the small steps that add up to a really big difference over time. We're going to walk through why our brains actually prefer these small changes, and then I'm also sharing some of my own favorite ways to incorporate this into our busy lives. It's all doable, and I'm going to show you how. So before anything, let's talk about how the brain is wired. It really is wired for the path of least resistance. It is looking for whatever is the most familiar, convenient, and easy. That is always better for the brain. I actually talked about this in the last episode, episode 22, and how our brain burns 20% of our calories every day. It is working hard and it will do anything shortcut and conserve energy and make life feel that much easier. But when you really dig deep, I think you'll find that what's always easiest or most convenient is not necessarily serving us well when you look at the big picture. And so I think it is important for us to not just default to the way that we're wired, but instead really get clear on what kind of change we not only want to make, but what kind of change is possible. And then how can we realistically get ourselves there and maybe even trick our brain into coming along so that you are setting yourself up for the greatest likelihood of success? Like I said in the beginning of this episode, I think for so many of us, it feels impossible to really Exacts the change in our lives as moms that we want, because we recognize it's gonna take a lot of work. And when we hear that it's going to take a lot of work, we automatically think it's going to take a lot of time and effort. And I think that we have really seen that as an example from society. We've probably even tried making big changes ourselves and have fallen short and that never feels good, right? And it only discourages us from attempting to make those changes moving forward. I think some examples would be obviously New Year's resolutions, only 9% of us stick with them. I'm linking to an ink article for you to read all about that. But also I think about too how I have tried so many times to get back into a workout routine where I'm like, I'm going to work out every day and then I maybe last a week or two and then I'm back to my default like maybe once or twice a week if that. Sometimes we go all in on cutting out sugar or snacks, but then the cravings ramp up and we just get back into our old patterns. Or we go for these all at once organizing overhauls like the KonMari method. The problem with these changes is that they're too complicated, they're too fast, and they're too risky. It's too likely that we're going to fail. And our ego protects us. And we start to buy into these beliefs like, Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get it to happen, so why even try, right? And if we do try and we're putting everything we have into that big overhaul, it ultimately lands us in burnout, disappointment, frustration. It feels like a losing game. Are you feeling like you can never quite get everything done in a day? Me too, mama. That's why I created a free downloadable guide full of practical strategies to help you get the most out of your day. Five Productivity Secrets for Busy Moms is the practical guide you need to finally start getting the most out of your day without compromising on time with your family. Head to momlifehandbook.com slash productivity guide and download your free copy today. So if change has been on your mind, but you haven't made the change Hopefully that helps encourage you in terms of recognizing, well, yeah, that's why I haven't made the change yet. I am up against a lot, and so why would I even start? But I think there's something to be said about the benefits of change. If we are exhausted by mom life, if it's overwhelming us, if it is leaving us feeling depleted, change does need to happen because this is not why you became a mom, it's not why I became a mom. We want something better for ourselves and for our families. So what is the happy medium? How can we experience this change without going overboard? I feel like one of the most important things we can think about are the habits that we not only already have, but that we want to create. And I think that looking at small, sustainable changes are the key to your success and to mine as well. There was this great quote in a Healthline article that I'll link in the show notes as well where there is a quote from Elizabeth Barlow where she really emphasizes that new habits reduce stress and anxiety by offering a degree of structure and predictability to your everyday life. I feel like that is what so many of us are grasping for when we try to come and bring structure into our lives as moms. We want that predictability. We want to make things easier. We want to be less stressed and less overwhelmed. We don't want to be worried about everything that's going wrong. Our brains love stories and patterns. They want that predictability because it's easier. So how do we create these new habits without overwhelming ourselves but that ultimately do make the work easier for our brains and set us up for the greatest success? We have to remember, first of all, that it does take time to develop and manage a new daily routine, but habits are what can make them happen. If you're patient enough with the understanding that it takes time to create new neural pathways, you ultimately can create the sustainable change that you're craving. In teaching, there's this concept called scaffolding. It's this idea that if you wanna teach a child how to multiply, they first have to have a sense of what numbers are, how they're related to one another. And then you build on that understanding with not only addition, but also subtraction, and then understanding how groups of numbers can quickly be added up by multiplication. And the key to a child's success in ultimately learning something like multiplication is scaffolding their learning. This is all about step laddering each of the key understandings that a child needs to have in order to be successful at that skill and every step of the way there's a new understanding they have to have new neural pathways that have to be developed and ultimately you want a child to feel successful in whatever skill they're learning and in the example of multiplication you don't want to take a child who can't even count yet and expect them learn how to multiply they're not going to feel successful they're going to feel frustrated they're going to be overwhelmed instead you take them step by step and slowly over time they make that progress they have that confidence and understanding that eventually they can be really successful at multiplying and then even beyond and i think that scaffolding very much applies to our own parenting i mean you just see it inherently in development. When you think about our kids as babies, you know, starting by getting their nutrition from drinking, then eating purees, and then soft foods, and then firmer foods, and then crispier foods that they can actually chew. This is such an important part of the process for our children. And it's also important for us as adults. The brain works the same way for babies, for children, and adults. So I want us to look at how you can be scaffolding your own progress toward the change that you want in order to feel successful along the way. Now, the most mainstream form of this scaffolding in terms of habit creation is an approach called habit stacking. It's when you add on to a habit that you've already established to increase the likelihood of your success and therefore your positive association with it. So an example might be you have your morning coffee every day while the kids eat breakfast or after you drop them off at school. Let's say that you want to have a clearer picture of how your day is going to play out. So you stack a new habit on with your coffee so that while you sip your coffee, you're spending five minutes jotting down a quick to-do list for the day, maybe looking over your planner or your calendar, and then over time, the small action turns into a habit, and it's going to help you feel more organized, less stressed throughout the day, and that's the beauty of some sustainable change that doesn't require a whole lot of extra effort and attention. So hopefully you're tracking with me up until this point that we ultimately want to find real intentional small changes that you can make that will add up over time, create those new neural pathways, and help you to feel successful. I talk about this all of the time with my clients, inside my programs. I ultimately want you to be successful. And the way we do that, no matter how you work with me, is through small intentional changes. It is never by overhauling your approach to anything in life because it's not going to set you up for success. Now, whether you've worked with me before or not, I have some questions that I wanted to share with you that you could use to jumpstart your own progress if you want to start problem solving how you can create the change that you want in your life without overdoing it. So the first question is, what's the ultimate goal here? What is the outcome that you want and why does that matter to you? I think getting really clear on why it matters to you is ultimately what's going to help you have the grit to stick with it even when the going gets tough. Question number two, what are the major obstacles that are in my way? Again, you're going to have some barriers that are holding you back from this change. So go ahead and identify them. Once you can name them, it becomes easier to understand how to work around them or work with them so that you can still achieve the outcome that you want. Question three, what are smaller actions that will contribute to this bigger change? So what does that scaffolding look like for you? question four, what resources or support do I already have? So many of us already have such incredible existing support at our fingertips, whether that's family, friends, apps, books, podcasts, doesn't matter. What can you lean on in order to set this in motion and feel successful along the way? Because you shouldn't have to do this alone. And then lastly, How will I measure success along the way? Research has shown that the more you track your progress towards an outcome, the more likely you are to be successful at it. So make sure that you have some criteria for knowing how you'll be successful or recognizing when you're successful, and then you'll be able to celebrate the small victories along the way that are helping you get there. So as we wrap up today, let's take a moment to reflect. We've dived deep into why big changes often crash and burn. Yeah, they might look all shiny and promising, but remember, they usually lead to disappointment and fatigue, and we don't need any more of that. Instead, we are all about sustainable change, small steps that align with your already packed life. It's not about a complete life overhaul. It's about small adjustments that make every day a little brighter, a little easier. Whether it's adding a five-minute to-do list session to your morning coffee ritual, or even just taking a deep breath before tackling the dishes, every little bit counts. And remember, you have those questions for reflection. Take a moment to answer them, even if it's just in your head for now. Real change starts with awareness, and I promise it's easier than you think to move the needle towards your goals, one tiny step at a time. Look, the last thing any of us needs is another huge project. So let's make an agreement here and now to take one tiny step toward the changes that you want this week. That's it. Just one. You've got this. And I can't wait to hear about all the incredible small wins that you have along the way. Remember that your joy, intention, and ease are worth fighting for. If this episode has inspired you and you want to make sure to catch more episodes in the future or even tune in to some of the ones that you haven't had a chance to listen to yet, make sure that you hit follow so that your library has all of the episodes right at your fingertips. It makes it so much easier to tune in and get the encouragement and support that you're looking for. As we wrap up this week's episode, remember, mom life is complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Here's to leading with purpose and intention as you simplify mom life in the week ahead. You've just finished another episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. Remember to check out the episode description for all the important links and highlights from today's show. While you're there, tap the subscribe button so that new episodes are always at your fingertips. Before you go, I'd really appreciate hearing your thoughts about the show. It takes as little as 30 seconds to leave a review and your honest thoughts help me create a better show and help other moms discover it too. And if this episode really helped you out, go ahead and hit the share button to text it to a friend or share it on social media. You never know who in your life might benefit from a little extra support. Don't forget, there are lots of ways to stay connected beyond the podcast. Head over to momlifehandbook.com for additional resources or to learn about how to work with me. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at momlifehandbook. Send me a DM to say hey or to share your thoughts on today's episode. Connecting with you personally is what I really love most. And just in case you need to hear it today, you're doing an incredible job. I know it doesn't always feel like it, but you're here learning how to be better and do better. Keep working to bring more intention and ease into your life and know that I'm right here cheering you on. You're creating a beautiful journey for you and your family. I am so proud of you.